Welcome to the Dave Mars Show, everyone. It's great to have you here. The best way to support this show is completely free. It really means a lot to me and be a huge help if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcast or just share the show with your friends in any way you can. Another way to support the show is signing up for my email list using the link in the show notes in the description. Members of my email list will get to submit Q&A questions, which I'll be answering every few weeks on the podcast. I really appreciate the support, everyone. Let's get started with today's show. So today I want to talk to you guys about one of the biggest mistakes that you're going to constantly run into as a creator. And this is one of the things that can hold you back more than almost anything else. I have to constantly guard myself and watch out for making this mistake on my own. And as I progress through creating and through landscape photography and making videos and everything else or doing anything creative, I become better and better at not doing that. And that is planning much less and spending much more time creating. And this might seem simple in theory, but it can really bring you back to square one as far as your creativity goes and really hold you back from getting where you want to go. So a lot of people, when they start out, they will have this great idea in their head and they might think, well, I want to learn something specific or I want to learn photography. I want to learn hiking. I want to learn backpacking, whatever else it is. So they're sitting around and thinking about this and it gets them real excited. They get this dopamine rush to their head and they visualize in their mind what this thing's going to be like when they're actually doing it. And usually when you visualize something in your mind, it is this highlight reel of all the best case scenarios and you don't see any of the worst case scenarios that are actually going to play out and give you challenges all along the way to that best case scenario that you envision in your head. So this is what everybody does when they brainstorm. And then what usually happens is the person will start working to learn this thing that they're really excited about and six months will go by of them working hard and they won't gain that much new knowledge and they won't see that many great results in the first six months. So 99% of people at this point will just quit because they'll think to themselves, well, the world's not choosing me. It's not right for me or have some other excuse why it's not working. But this actually gives you a major benefit over other people because if you decide to say to yourself, I know I'm not going to be any good for five years, but I'm going to put in the work anyway and I'm going to just show up and do it every day and not worry about how good my work is and just give it a long-term outcome, then I'm going to have a lot better edge over everybody else because they're going to quit. And if you stick around, you're going to be there. And if you stick around for a long period of time, you're also going to get better. And what you're going to learn is as you slowly get better, once you get past that five-year mark, or maybe even a little bit longer, depending on what you're trying to learn, you're going to get better exponentially because you're going to know so many different things that don't work that you won't try those different things again. And you'll know these few specific things that do work, so you'll continue to double down on the things that really work. And that's what's going to give you the exponential growth. Now with people that are beginners, they don't know what works and what doesn't work. The internet is actually fantastic for this because you can learn from a lot of people and you can find out what works and doesn't work. But the only thing that's really going to teach you what works specifically for you is being in the trenches and failing and learning from yourself by constantly working to get better at these skill sets. So instead of sitting around and planning all these great goals and ideas that you have, it's much better to have three to four creative projects that you want to see succeed. And I would even recommend if you've never done a creative project and finished it from start to finish before, just pick one or two at first. But once you have these creative projects down, it's great to brainstorm 
of what you want it to look like if you need motivation to do it. But don't write out this step-by-step -step corporate plan of all the steps that you need to get there. Just look at the thing that you want to do or create or learn. It could be anything. It doesn't matter. Pick what the final result you want us to be and then say, what is the very next step that I need to do to get there? Don't worry about looking at step two, step three, step four, and so on. Because what often happens is you'll find out that the very next step that you've determined was actually wrong, which also makes step three, four, five, and so on incorrect as well. And you'll see these large corporations or people that want to create a photography business or a creative business have a corporate business plan. Oftentimes, this is the worst thing that you can do to grow because then you'll spend all this time justifying to yourself while these specific steps are correct and you'll spend all your time planning the steps instead of actually executing. And when you execute, you'll notice that you fail 50% or more of the time at first because half of your guesses of what to do next are going to be wrong. But when you make these guesses, you're quickly going to find out what works and what's right. And if you're not doing that every day, Somebody that is, is going to improve much more quickly than you. And if you think about it, everything is a competition. If you want to get better at photography, you might be in a competition with yourself. But if you want to actually devote all of your time to photography, you need to also be able to free up that time. So if you're working a nine to five job, which is completely fine, but you want to transition into photography, it's going to be really hard to do that if you're not actually good at photography. So the deal here is the people that are creating are getting way more knowledge about what works and what doesn't work versus the people that are planning. The people that are planning never have to see if things actually work or not. They can just have all these crack ideas in their head and they can be like, oh, this is definitely gonna work. And you see all this all the time in governments and large corporations, right? You have a bunch of people that are bean counting at the top that have never actually been in the trenches to create everything. So there's this huge disconnect. And what you often see is these are very inefficient businesses. They waste a lot of money. In the case of corporations, often they go bankrupt. I think it's like 80% of businesses don't make it out of the first decade. So if you're a business and you've made it through a decade, you're doing a fantastic job. You've beat 80% of other ideas that are out there. Now, governments is a completely different thing because they have men with guns and they will ensure that they don't lose and you can't kick them out in a decade, especially in third world countries. You often see this and it just becomes chaos, right? Because you have constant new people coming in and they're saying, well, our idea is right. But usually there are also just bean counters. So they have to do it through physical force. So there's constant violence and revolutions. You don't want that constant experimentation in a government or a country, but you do want that constant experimentation when you're playing your own game, which is learning photography or learning anything else or doing anything creative. So this constant mode of, I'm going to test to see what works and have so-called extreme ideas and test these extreme creative ideas. And by testing extreme ideas with your creativity, you'll quickly get a feedback if all the so-called non-extreme ideas will work or not too. The extreme ideas are the range of possible things that you might do. So let's say you're a creator and you're thinking to yourself, well, I have this nine to five job that pays me some money, but I'm not really happy and I don't really like it. Well, an average idea or a non-extreme idea would be to say, well, I'm just going to do photography or I'm just going to do this creative thing as a hobby. I can never trust myself to just do this creative thing full time. There's no way that I could actually do this. 
Well, the extremist idea, and this is the way that I always move when I make creative decisions, is I say, well, what do I actually want to do? If I couldn't fail, if there was nobody telling me no, if I was sure I was going to succeed, what would I actually do? I just go and try to do that thing because I know I can actually probably do it better than most people if I actually put all my time into it. Because like I said, most people are going to quit after the first six months. So there's not actually that many people competing for these specific things because most people just give up before they even start. So the thing to do is to view every project as an experiment to gain more knowledge. And you can only learn the range of what you can actually do in life if you have these so-called extreme ideas and you don't move to the average. You move to say, what do I actually want to do? And let's go do it because that's the thing that's actually going to motivate you and give you inspiration and give you energy every day. So whenever you're doing this stuff, the hard part is actually showing up to do the work every day. So I have a few rules for ensuring that I do the work. Number one, for me, it's actually my income. So if I want to have free time to go backpacking and hiking a lot of the year, when I'm not backpacking and hiking, I really have to get after it to make sure that my business is doing well, that I can teach others, that I can help others, and I can build these goals out of these massive projects that I want to do. So that kind of keeps me on it. But when I was working full time, it's even harder because when I used to do aerospace engineering, I was making a good salary. So sitting down every day after work or on weekends, pushing myself to go do trips, that's hard because you can be like, okay, well, I have enough money. I have everything I need. Do I really need to do this? Well, if you actually want to do it, you just got to go do it. So if you're in the case where you're working a nine to five job and you want to get better at stuff and you want to create more stuff, you don't have to be trying to be a professional, but just do it for 10 minutes a day. Pick the thing that you're most inspired to work on. Have a list of three to four creative projects that you want to create over the next maybe a month, two months, a year. I would go shorter time frames if you're just starting out. But have a list of a few creative projects. And then for each of those creative projects, have written down the very next step that you actually have to work on to drive that project forward. And you never know if this is the right step or not. So just pick what your gut instinct and some knowledge tells you is the right step and go for it. Because you might fail, you might succeed, but you have to keep cranking through these steps or you're never going to learn what works and what doesn't work. So pick it, do it for 10 minutes a day and pick the thing that you're most energetic inspired to work on. Now, what you're going to find is that some days you're going to struggle through this 10 minutes because you're going to be tired. It's not going to click and you're just going to be like, man, I don't feel like doing this. Just do the 10 minutes. If you can't do something for 10 minutes that you don't feel like doing, you have zero chance of being a prolific creator or even creating anything at all. Because half the time when you're creating stuff, the first 10 minutes, first 15 minutes, even if you feel like it, it's just hard to get in the flow of doing it. But once you succeed and pass that 10 minutes, number one, you're going to feel like you accomplished something. You had to do it 10 minutes for the day, so you already feel good. That's going to take a bunch of pressure off. And then you're going to say, oh, well, the rest of this is just a win for me. And generally, after I do the first 10 minutes, I'll keep working for another hour and a half or two hours. So for my day, I break it up into just few blocks of work. I don't do more than four hours of creative work a day. Usually, I don't do more than three hours of creative work, but I do it every single day. So what I do is I wake up in the morning, and then I'll go run, and then drink some coffee, read, stretch, and then if, this is all when I'm at home and not out backpacking. 
Um, but my morning's pretty slow and I'm just looking at the creative projects that I'm going to work on. And then I'm looking at those very next actions. And I just say, well, which one of these is the most inspiring or the most energetic to work on today? Then I'll pick that one and I'll set a 90 minute timer and I'll just work on it for 90 minutes. And then I'll take an hour break, go do some more active stuff. And then I'll look at my creative project list, three to four projects that are the most important in your life. And I'll say, what's the next action for each of these? And I'll pick that next action that's the most inspiring or energetic. And then I'll work on it for another hour and a half. If you work for three hours a day, you can, of course, take breaks. I usually work for like seven, eight days at a time and then take a break for like five or six days. That's just how I personally like to work. And my break involves going out hiking and usually creating videos and stuff like that. But it's less computer work. But figure out these stretches of work and how it works for you. And if you do three hours of creative work a day, there's not many people that are doing that. And I don't mean creative work that you're posting on social media or commenting or replying to people or doing emails. I mean creative work where you're actually creating new stuff that doesn't exist yet. Most people aren't doing that. They'll, they'll spend their time doing stuff that feels like they're working, like being on social media, but it actually doesn't have a massive benefit long-term. We're creating actual stuff that's impossible so far to create, meaning people haven't done it yet and they haven't had the idea to do it yet. It's not impossible to create, but nobody's done it. So there's no path and it can be very hard to come up with. That stuff's hard. And if you work on that for three hours a day, even an hour and a half, you're going to see your skills exponentially increase. And in five years, you won't even know the person that you were five years ago. You'll just be like, man, I have confidence in myself now. I have confidence in my decision-making process. I know what works. I know it doesn't work. And I'm going to do this again over another five years. And by that five years, you'll get an even bigger exponential increase. And you'll just be blown away at what happens. And I think the big problem here is that most people overestimate what they can do in the short term. I mean, you'll think you can get a bunch of stuff done in the next week, whereas you'll probably only get about 10% of that done. But over five years or a decade, you'll think you can't get that much stuff done, but you'll get an unbelievable amount of stuff done if you actually put your mind to it. So just a few tips that can help you out. Plan less. Don't be a bean counter. Don't make all these strategic plans on how you want to get this creative work done. Just create. Pick those three to four creative projects. Always have the next action or the very next step you need to complete to get to the final result for each of those. Have it written down. Have it visible. And then pick 10 minutes a day and say which one of these projects or which one of these steps gives me the most energy and get after it for 10 minutes. If you want to keep going after that 10 minutes, keep going until you're burnt out and then just quit for the day. But constant repetition, showing up, doing the work, less planning, create more, and you'll be in a whole lot better place in five years. The best way to support this show is completely free. It really mean a lot to me and be a huge help if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcast or just share the show with your friends in any way you can. Another way to support the show is signing up for my email list using the link in the show notes in the description. Members of my email list will get to submit Q&A questions, which I'll be answering every few weeks on the podcast. I really appreciate the support, everyone.